following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Allspa. Brock and his team form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brock provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans perfectly executed. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Allspa. Welcome into the Retirement Playbook with Brock Elspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here with you every Saturday, folks, bringing you great information about how to maintain yourself throughout retirement and actually for a lot of you to get to retirement as well. That's what we do. That's what this show is all about. So, hey, uh, I also have Mr. Tony Shore joining me this morning. Hello, Tony. Well, hello, Brock. I'm Excited to be here today. We were talking before the show, and that you've got a lot going on. You just moved into a new home, so uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. Kids Thank are you. doing well at the new school. That's awesome to hear. Yep. And I've been doing good. I really enjoy the fall, as I've mentioned before, but I keep mentioning it because I just love this time of year. But otherwise, just working away. How about you? What else have you been up to? Are you keeping busy there at the office? Yeah, it's a really busy time for us, Tony. You know, there's a lot of things going on here in the third and fourth quarter now. Uh, sure. And so, you know, this is just a, a busy time of the year. You know, people are yeah. talking about uh, Christmas and doing things that, <laughs> oh, I know. it's crazy. Yeah, it's, the stores already have the Christmas stuff out. They had it out before Halloween, some of them. Well, hey, like, I mean, what? it's like you better, you know, get whatever you need to get now because it sounds like there's not going to be anything available here as you yeah, get closer to Christmas. Yeah, that's what I've heard. The supply chain issues are causing a lot of problems that are going to cause problems for Christmas. And Isn't it bizarre, yeah, if you, Tony? If, if you I mean, want it, get it now, I guess. So I was watching a show this morning, and, and that's exact. So this guy, he makes speakers, okay? He gets his speakers from China. And that's one cool. of the things that right. we don't realize is that it's not only a supply chain issue in the United States because of all of the the, the ports are holding all of these cargoes uh, uh, containers and they're not being shipped because we have 60 to 80,000 open trucker jobs. It's not just that, okay, Tony. It's actually uh, some of the issues in China of energy, right? In other words, they have blackouts during the day and it shuts these factories down. And then you can imagine it just interrupts. Really? Yes. I hadn't heard about that. I, I hadn't either. And wow. uh, so it's not just a supply chain issue here in the United States. We've got issues at where we're buying this stuff or making it as well. Mm -hmm. And this gentleman that sells speakers in the United States, he was actually, um, they didn't have enough of these electronic parts that go into the speaker. And so he was actually <laughs> shipping over these little parts that he had built up a supply of, shipping it over to China for them to put it in the speaker. I mean, it's just oh, wow. bananas. I mean, it's just... Yeah. So he's shipping well, electronic over... Electronic parts. Like, yeah. uh, I, I've I've really heard like things like little transistors right. and computer chips and motherboards. I guess there's a real shortage on all that stuff, right. especially right now. I mean, there's a shortage on a lot of things, you right. know, lumber and other things, but 
especially things that we get uh, from China. And we rely so much. I mean, agriculture we still have here and, and lumber we still have a lot of here anyway, not all, but uh, we get pretty much, we don't make anything in America anymore. And that's part of the problem. I wish we could, uh, but to stay competitive, uh, we go where the, the cheap labor, the right. cheap and effective labor is at. Um, so it, it's a, it's a cycle. There's a lot of problems. And, um, I think we're seeing, you know, the can was kicked down the road and now we're seeing what can happen when we're too reliant on, uh, outside sources. I mean, it's a global economy, and I think in a way that's good, but in right. a way my personal opinion is this is one of the downsides of a global economy. You know what I mean? We rely too much on, we don't do enough internally, so uh, that's interesting, and that affects inflation. It and, does. And we talked about that, right? He actually, he you know, he talked about that um, on the show as well, saying, hey, the, 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 the want of the American people to save money on buy cheaper products is really kicking us in the butt right now because of this yeah. supply chain issue, not only again here, but over there. So yeah, very sure. interesting stuff. And uh, hopefully this all gets worked out and smoothed out here in, in 2022. But yeah, uh, gr- Tony, we've got a great show lined up for people. We're talking about toys and we're talking about electronics. We're going to kind of talk a little bit about that today and what these kids really want that these grandparents need to listen to. So they sure. are on par with what these kids uh, are going to get. Uh, but before we do that, let's, let's have people go to our website here. Okay. It's the innovative team.com, the innovative team.com. You can check out past shows. Um, you can order my book. Uh, you know, it's called the last paycheck, how to bid sustainable retirement income and keep those paychecks coming in. Uh, it, there's a lot of great resources on our website. And uh, again, it's the innovative team.com. That will help you get started in developing a plan for yourself and you and your family. You want success, right? You, you're doing all you can to build up a, your 401k and, and do all these things. But are you doing the right thing for your future and for you and your family? How do you really know? Well, you got to get a plan. And that's what we do, folks. Give us a call here, 573-332-7855. All right, all right. Tony. Now, you had something you wanted to talk about, though, first, before we jumped into our topic for today. Yeah. So, um, you know, getting close to the end of the year here and people yep. uh, that are over 72, um, if you have an IRA or any kind of qualified plan, okay, you need to take a distribution. Okay. So if you're 72 this year or older, uh, last year, we did not have to take required minimum distributions because of COVID. The government said, okay, things are crazy. Market went down 30%. We're not going to make you take a distribution on top of the market going down. So uh, it was a reprieve, you know, and some people look at this as a first world problem, right? You have to take money out of this plan. And the reason is, Tony, is because the government has never collected a dime in taxes because you put the money in pre-tax, it grew tax deferred. And now at 72, the government says you need to take money out so we can get paid. Okay. We being the IRS. Um, and so, uh, at 72 or older, now the year that you turn 72, um, you can wait until next year. But if you do that, you would have to take out two next year. So in the case that you're still working and your taxable income is a little bit higher this year, you might want to do that if you're going to retire Jan 1. Um, so there are some strategies there, but the reason I bring this up is because this is the time of year, Tony, this is the time of year that you, you, you know, people are, are getting their required minimums or they're talking about it. 
because it has to be done by the end of the year. Okay. Um, one of the things that we have talked to a lot of people about because of the appreciation of their account values and, you know, maybe they, they don't really need the money, um, is doing what we call a qualified charitable distribution. So let's say your, your required minimum distribution is say, I don't know, $10,000. Let's just throw that out there. You have to take out that amount. Um, you can send that straight to a charity and then you don't have to worry about the taxes on it, right? Um, now you could say, well, what's the difference between doing that and, you know, just taking the money out of your IRA and then, you know, turn around and donating it. Well, first of all, it's a lot easier just to say, Hey, Mr. Advisor, send that money over to my church or send that money over to United way. So it's a easier B we won't be subject to any of these other little taxes that are out there, Medicare surtaxes and those kinds of things, because it's like it never happened as far as when it comes to the income uh, that you have to pay taxes on. So uh, just thought I would throw that out there because a lot of people have been talking to me about, hey, you know, I really don't need this money this year. Um, you know, we're, we're giving money out of our checking account to, the, to this charity or to the church. Don't do that. You can just do a qualified charitable distribution and, and take care of it that way. So uh, sure. as always, Tony, I want people to talk to their tax advisor before they do anything. Okay. So I just throw out ideas, but I need you to go to your accountant. So, right. Well, and you know, jump, I think that's great advice. And now jumping into uh, today's main topic, we've spent time on previous shows reminding our uh, seniors out there, our listeners that, Hey, some, their kids and grandkids probably don't want a lot of the stuff that they've been hanging on to and you can't take it with you. But, uh, I'm excited to talk today about some of the things that your children or grandchildren in your family may actually want so uh, that, that we've hung on to. So how, how do you want to get this started today? Yeah, so I'm going to go to an article by AARP. Okay, it's 12 things your kids actually might want to inherit. Real quick story. Hilarious, Tony. So, so we're signed up through our insurance agency uh, to help people with their AARP Medicare supplements. And because we do that for people, I have an AARP membership, Tony. <laughs> it's something that I, I was like, wait a minute, I'm 44 years old and I'm a member of AARP. I mean, I'm, this just feels weird, you know? Um, and, and so we got all this, the magazine and the publication, which is good because I can read what, you know, some of my audience is, is reading. So uh, anyway, all right. So there's an article that says 12 things your kids actually might want to inherit. Okay. And it has some useful information that I think, may be beneficial for some of our older folks listening to the show here. Uh, the article's first prized item is, if I can get a drum roll, please. Okay, I don't have a drum roll. All right. Oh, it's, oh, <laughs> was I supposed to throw in a drum roll you, there? You I, were, Tony. I, I, I was. I was not on my, I was not on my game today. I, I don't even think I it's have okay. a drum roll for us today, so sorry <laughs> okay. about that. It's all right. So I'll, I'll keep you on the show, I guess. Um, and I'm not good at doing one, you know. Oh, you, you know, that, like, okay. I don't know. That's just, yeah, you can't That's really about as good as it so, gets. Yeah. Okay. So the article's first prized item is photos, but within reason. Oh. Your kids sure. and grandkids <laughs> don't want dozens and dozens of photo albums full of yeah. hundreds of snaps of, of Thanksgiving dinners and family picnics. But chances are some of those photos are meaningful. 
And perhaps the photos are of treasured family trips to Disney World, or maybe there's a fascinating photos of a long-ago relative who fought in the Silver War. You get the point. There are some photos that your family will want, but to say that they want all of them is probably not something you would expect or, or not something that, you know, they would want. Um, let your kids and grandkids set the tone on this one and be grateful for what they take off your hands while remembering to not take it personally if they don't want all of those photos of Uncle Lenny scooping mashed potatoes out at Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner in 1974. Okay. <laughs> so photos are important. That's the number one thing people want to inherit, but uh, not too much of them and not the ones that are kind of meaningless. Does that make sense? Yep, All right. That makes sense. Yep. So the next category, okay, knickknacks is probably a little confusing because it's not likely that you're going to find many takers for your 78-piece Elvis Presley collectible plate collection. <laughs> I might know a guy. I might know a guy. I, I, in today's world, Tony, it's, I feel like everything's expensive. You could probably get good money for something like that. But <laughs> but, uh, but to inherit it and to say that, that someone else would want to put it in their house is, you know, probably not likely. Um, but certain knickknacks may hold value for some of your kids and grandkids, okay? You may have a small piece of art or other collectible from foreign trip that a grandkid would love to display in their bedroom. Uh, or perhaps it's an item that's been passed down through your family for generations that a younger person in your life may have grown to love. So it's one of those things. Just talk, have an honest conversation, but be prepared not to be offended. That's really what these first two things are all about. Don't you think, Tony? Well, uh, exactly. And I, I think that's, that's important. And you know, I mean, things that maybe somebody can hang up or display on a shelf might be valued because, you know, then your kid or grandkid or relative doesn't have to find a place in their own basement or attic to store a bunch of boxes. It's small enough that they can find maybe the perfect spot on the wall. And that's a little thing that can make a big difference. Right. Absolutely. Totally agree. All right, Tony, the next item up uh, on our list here is toys. Um, it may be, you know, like, for example, in the 50s, Tony, you know, the Davy Crockett toys. Uh, you know, Barbies that were so popular in the 60s and beyond. Uh, Star Wars action figures from the 70s and 80s. Many of us and many of these toys, I mean, they kind of define our childhood. Um, and so if you come across a box of toys in the basement, not that they're going to want all of them, but you may want to just say, hey, go through this box. Let's talk about, you know, where those came from and bring up all these old stories and Man, it's a great time to, to do that, too, when you have everybody in for the holidays here, Tony. Uh, Thanksgiving well, coming yeah. up and then Christmas. and, and Perfect. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I can tell you that um, my uh, brother-in-law, he, he liked video games when he was a kid. And, and so he had kept a couple of his uh, old systems, you know, like, a, I don't uh, know if, like an Atari or something like that. Yep, Nintendo and yep. Atari, you bet. Yep. Yep. And, and so, uh, he brought it over to the house and, and my 11 year old, you know, he hooked it up and put it into the TV. And I thought, man, there is no way with all the graphics and all these crazy games they have nowadays, there's no way he would like this. And you know what, Tony, he loved it. I mean, oh, he, really? yes. Oh, huh. I remember one of the games, it was the Mike Tyson's punch out, you know, 
it was you know you were box it was a boxing game and he he loved that played it for several weeks um and and then pac-man he had never seen pac-man before and and so to play the some of these games from when i was a kid but then to see him playing was was pretty cool uh now i will tell you tony that didn't last for very long (laughs) (laughs) well yeah nothing does yeah like no that's uh that's you know and it's like those star wars toys uh, if you want to see a 45-year-old become eight years old again, hand them a couple of their old Star Wars toys and watch their eyes light up, right? Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Um, okay, next is holiday collectibles. You know? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of traditions, sure. Tony, when it comes to families. and in the, in the well, For example, obviously one of the biggest ones coming up is Christmas um, and even Thanksgiving. There's a lot of family traditions out there that involve, for example, maybe, you know, buying an ornament every year or, you know, whatever it may be. There's a lot of things that are very and, and quite honestly valuable when it comes to, uh, you know, items that maybe, you know, maybe it's a, a plate, you know, a platter uh, that you use to serve the turkey on every year. Maybe that's been passed down for a couple generations. Uh, you know, there's there's lots of possibilities there when it comes to holiday collectibles. And oh uh, yeah, and and so oh for sure. Yeah, I mean, and there are certain holiday collectibles. As soon as I see them, you know, picture them in my mind, I immediately return to the days when I was five, sitting at my grandma's breakfast table, something like that. So these types of things can pack a, a really emotional wallop, can't they? They can, and and you know, that's again. That's the beauty of getting everybody together for the holidays, right? So you can all talk about it versus, you know, oh, hey, I'm going to go see my mom and we're going to, you know, go through some of this stuff with just me and her, where it could be the entire family and you can bring up all memories that, that you know, you all shared together. And and what a, we need more of that, Tony. We need more family time. We need more positive talking, you know, about good times that were, that were uh, enjoyable. So, in my yeah, opinion, exactly. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think that's good. Well, you know, I, I just think that uh, this this topic is a good one, and there are certainly things out there that we, you know, I think we all think all of our stuff is worth something, and everybody's going to want it. Not right. not always true, but and you can't take it with you. So uh, you need to look at what you have and what people will want, and and do this. Take care of it while you're still around, and you can see people. Uh, enjoy it. So yes. what do you have for us next? No question. Tony, you brought up the best point possible. Do it while you're still alive and able to do it. You know, yeah, exactly. don't wait until something were to happen to you. And, 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 and then, you know, everybody's just kind of, anyway, I agree 100%. All right. The next thing here is, uh, taking that, that people, again, a bunch of boxes, it just seems like a daunting task to kind of go through a bunch of boxes, especially again, on your own, if you don't do it, why everybody's still living. Um, but, but so the, a lot of people don't have interest in taking ownership in some of that stuff, but they do have interest in taking some of the larger assets, like a family car, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, longer need, or even the family home, you know, uh, there's a lot of sentimental value to a lot of these things that are a little bit bigger but it needs to have a discussion of who's going to do that if there's multiple people involved, right? Um, right. Some people are, would love to inherit an old car. Uh, you know, for me, I probably wouldn't be interested in that, you know? Um, not that I I'll don't. I'll take it. You'll take it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if Especially if it's a convertible, right? So, 
Yeah. Or maybe it's got a big engine in it or something. I don't know. But, but the point is that, that everybody has different interests. And if you have two or three siblings and you're all talking about what we're going to do with mom's car, you know, and maybe at the end of the day is just sell it. Right. But, um, uh, some of these larger items, definitely, uh, people are, are interested in taking advantage of it. Uh, you know, not letting it just get sold to someone that doesn't appreciate it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I think that's awesome. So, um, you know, obviously a lot of these things uh, are things that people might want. So uh, what's next on the list? Yeah, so this is a big one for me. This is a real big one for me. Uh, the next family heirloom that the AARP article, 12 Things Your Kids Actually Might Want to Inherit, suggests your kids and grandkids may want grandma's. Can you guess what this is, Tony? What would you want uh, of your grandma's? Her apple pie. Oh, you you hit it right on the head. It's recipes. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the next thing is recipes. The first thing to remember is that one. This one is 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 something that actually has very little to do with the actual recipe. You can Google recipes all day long, but it's that special touch. It's that one ingredient that just different than everybody else's that makes the difference. And, and, uh, you know, I know for one, uh, for example, uh, my wife's mom, uh, stepmom, she makes, uh, what they call, uh, well, they're stuffed grape leaves is what they are. But I mean, it's probably not a recipe you can just Google and, 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 and be near as good. So she, instead of, you know, that was always kind of the special thing, right? You always, if you were around her, they live in Florida. So when she came up, she would always make them or we go down there, she would always make them, and, and, and she would never kind of let go of it, right? She was always saying, no, this is a secret recipe, you know, whatever. And, and, and then last Christmas, she came up, and uh, she said, here, I got a present for you, and she gave me an envelope, and it was the recipe for her domades, okay? Oh. And, and, and I've made them, and I'm getting close. I'm getting close, Tony. Not quite there. I'm getting close, but but uh, it is a recipe that we will treasure for the rest of our lives. Is is the that's point? That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, anyway, uh, so recipes are definitely something. You know, look, Tony, this is a life period. There's material things in life, right? There's always houses and cars and all the flashy stuff, but none of that really matters. Okay. It's these types of things that matter. It's the memories that matter. It's yeah. the recipes and the, the gatherings and just all of that stuff that really matters. And so I'm surprised this one wasn't actually like number one. It would be for me. I know that. <laughs> yeah. It's been a great show, Brock. Uh, but before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here to help you in your own retirement. It's give us a call at 573-332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. All right. Thanks, Brock. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Allspot. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Allspot at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.